for Life Radio, episode number 154. Your hosts, Gary and Will. What's good? Today we are talking through. We have a member of our Facebook group. Just a little overwhelmed. Fat Loss Secrets for Busy Adults. And when people join, we kind of have a question. What's your biggest obstacle? You know, people fill out. And this person... They kind of they had a real good answer, and it's a co- common one. Um, th- normally, people are more vague. The vague in the vague sense, it's why is eating, why is losing fat, losing so confusing and contradictory. Which, yeah, it is, and and uh, this is reality. It's almost like the when we've talked about before the problem with too much information, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you get overloaded by so much. Yeah, and we contribute to it, right? It's just the nature of the environment we, we're in now in that, yeah, like you can get information on anything from a ton of different voices, mm-hmm. and uh, it can paralyze you from taking action. And specifically with fat loss, weight loss, right? So her, her uh, uh, not quote, but essentially you know what what she said was we'll read through it and then kind of break it down right is you know there's so many contradictory and confusing things that people say about how to lose weight how to lose fat cut out carbs eat whatever you want but only eat two bites drink your body weight in water eat a gram of protein for every pound you weigh 1000 calories or 2000 calories low fat or higher fat uh, fast or no eat clean only or no Natural sugars or Splenda, okay. It's just a swirling around in my mind. Mm. Yeah, so. and it, a lot of people are in that position where it's like you have all of these things that people are saying that are in opposite ends, and everybody's saying they work. And you're like, well, what mm-hmm. do I, like what am I supposed to do? What what is actually going to work? Yeah, and the reality is, and we'll we'll kind of break down the the all these examples, um, but is that they kind of all can work yeah and that's what makes it hard and confusing and and ultimately it's really about finding out what works for you Mm -hmm. right and i think a lot of people when they hear that they think it means like magical frou-frou thing and like i'm a you and and really it's just that a bunch of different things do work and because of our individual preferences and lifestyles uh different things work for different yeah it might not line up with the your lifestyle or um, you know, like, like we are a little bit individual. Um, so like it, it might not work for you in terms of how your day is set up, how mm-hmm. your environment is, what your schedule's like, yep. all those kind of things. But there's no magic like this was made for you and your DNA. Like it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. It just, you know, does this line up with me or not? And the first thing you want to decipher is r- really most of these things depend on a sliding scale of extremism right and, yeah and, and now as you know if you listen to the podcast or if you're new to listening now you'll know because we'll tell you you know we come at everything with the underlying uh angle of sustainability yeah right because we meet a lot of people and we see this a lot no one wants to just lose weight they want to lose weight and keep it off and Two different. You can have take two different approaches for both of those, right? Yeah. If you want to just lose weight as fast as possible, that is a different approach than losing weight that you're more likely to keep off, right? So then that helps 
you know, narrow down the answers that you may be looking for, right? So, and even if you look, and, th and this was just her off the cuff, we, you could probably come up with 20 more things, but it shows like, yeah, what probably one day of scrolling and, and researching, you, you run into these things. So one that you know is near dear to her heart, her first one's like, cut out carbs or eat whatever I want, but only two bites, right? So both that reality is like, you have some extreme diets that are like, so realize when we want to lose weight, lose body fat, we have to consume less calories than we need, right? Now, this can mean a lot of things. We can literally, and this is where it gets so dicey, we can eat more food, but eat less calories, right? Yep. So have a more volume of food. So right there, you have to know these, this principle of calorie deficit, right? But know that that doesn't mean necessarily eating less food, even though less calories technically we mean less food, right? But say you eat peanut butter and straw and uh, Starbucks uh, frappuccinos, that can be a lot of calories in a little amount of yeah, food. Yeah, like no one's getting full on peanut butter and, and coffee. And and ultimately, I mean, you, I guess you can, but then you would consume. You'd be eating a <laughs> lot. A lot of calories, yeah, right? Like it's so, a very dense thing that's not super filling. Right. So in that scenario, we'll, we'll take, let's say that is your diet. And someone says, cut out carbs. And you look, well, sugar's a carb. Well, this drink is full of sugar. Yeah. So then you cut out the drink. Yeah. You'll probably lose weight, For right? For sure. But it's like the shotgun approach, right? So now we'll say all that's left in your diet is your peanut butter. And now maybe it's not a lot of calories and you're barely eating anything and you're losing for a while, but it's like no food volume. So you have tons of cravings. You're just starving all the time. And you end up binging, right? So yeah, you lost weight really quick. So, you know, and now in that instance, what's the real, probably better long-term sustainable approach? Let me improve my food choices to help, uh, which would actually mean let me eat more food so that you end up eating less calories, but you don't have to cut out carbs, right? Mm -hmm. So you could say, well, let me switch my 900 calorie Frappuccino. Uh, let me, you know, let me cut that out, but I'm still going to eat a meal of you know, you could do like eggs this, and egg, this egg white scramble with some oats, right? Or with some fruit. So, oh wait, but oats and fruit are carbs, but yes, they are super high voluminous, you know, like food. they're going to fill you up way better than freaking mm -hmm. Frappuccino. Will. And you still end up in that calorie deficit and then you lose weight. Right? So you see right there, you know, you don't, but, but if you told someone to cut out carbs and they think they can't eat oats or fruit, um, yeah, then they're more likely to have this like drastic approach that's not going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and then you know like eat whatever you want, but only two bites. Yeah, that, so that now comes down to kind of the principle of like if it fits your macros, mm -hmm. right? Like, which is true. Like, you can let's take whatever you're eating, no matter what it is, and if you start tracking it and get into your calorie deficit, so adjusting the portions of what you currently eat, you will lose weight. Yeah. But the reality is, especially if you eat a very highly processed diet, again, super calorie dense foods and drinks, you, it may be kind of sad how small your portions yeah, have to be. For right? sure. Like you eat, hey, one Oreo. Yeah. So, because then all of a sudden you realize, oh, to, to hit the 1600 calories I need to lose weight, I get to have like a quarter of this drink and like three, uh, you know, handfuls of t teddy grams and 
and you know whatever it is right and yeah it's sad right so the reality is yes you can lose weight by just kind of eating whatever you want and tracking it and getting your portions right but if we lean towards these highly processed foods it's going to be a little amount of food yeah and right? then you run into the same thing where it works hungry yeah it works in the, the short time. term yeah it works in the short term but then long term you're like screw it and these foods are harder to only eat small amounts of right so you see even right here in the first two frustrated examples they're both right you can lose weight doing both of these things yeah right? and, you, and i'm sure look you can find a small minority that are like oh yeah that worked great for me mm -hmm. but that might not work great for the majority of people yeah so you know realize that hey that might not be for me and it probably isn't yeah and then and then goes on you know eat a gram of protein for every pound you weigh which is super popular on you know TikTok, instagram you know in the fitness world it's very common part of it's because look uh and it can be a great tip we talk about all the time eat more protein but we don't – you know, 95% of people, um, it's going to be too much protein to be sustainable yeah. for their diet. It's going to push out a lot of stuff. It's going to be hard to meet. You know, so most people will get the benefit around 100 grams a day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so again – but, yeah, that tip definitely – yeah, you start trying to eat 100 gram or a gram of protein per pound you weigh. Now, that's become a thing, especially in the fitness industry. Now, again, if, if people have higher-level physique – and um, performance goals, they're willing to do, put mm -hmm. more effort into it. So say someone weighs 160 pounds, yet it's, it's also easy math, right? So to just tell someone to, and to remember, hey, just eat a gram a pound per pound of body weight. Yeah, yeah easy. that's easy, cool, I weigh 160, 160, right? So that's one reason it's also that that's a recommendation because it, it's close enough. Yeah, there's no math to be done. It's just do whatever your weight is. Yeah. But again, for most people who just want to lose some weight, you know, general fitness and all that, it you may not need that much, right? Yeah. Or so, like we said, for most people, you may do a little less, but it's still may, maybe m more protein than you're already getting. Most people do need to boost that up if they're around like 50 or 60. Uh, you know, they, there's benefits to be had to say going 100. Mm -hmm. But if say you weigh 180 pounds, you need to go to 180. Probably not. Um, and if you enjoy it, it's fine. Yeah, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. If you find that you can sustainably do it, mm -hmm. like the two of us eat a good amount of protein, and it never, it's never work for yeah. me to get 160 to 180 grams. But like that might be like the hardest yeah. thing for somebody else to do. And the reality is, if you're just starting out, yeah, 100 is way better and, than 50. And, and you eat 60 grams of protein a day, and then you go to try to eat 180. Yeah, like you're going to fail. Most people fail because the, the food choices and, and everything, the way your diet would have to be, it's, it's just it's not just drastic. For, yeah, exactly. And the thought of digesting 180 versus 60 right away just sounds yeah. like a good way to get clogged up too. So just like 100. Yep. And then she says low fat or higher fat. Again, either or. Yeah. You know, if your total comes back to knowing these principles, which we'll circle back around to at the end, but like um, – if your protein's kind of even, your carbs and fats go off a of personal preference. Yeah, they, they would be a scale that just should balance. Yeah. You know, one's high, one's low, or whatever. You know, yeah. they should because ultimately it comes down to calories, right? You can't. So most you're not gonna be able to eat high fat and high carb because it's gonna be too many calories. Which is a highly processed food diet. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. Look at those foods, highly processed, easy to overeat foods. That's what they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it comes down to personal preference, right? Do you like uh, rice and potatoes and starchy foods? 
then you're probably gonna have to eat lower fat because you, you because you enjoy maybe including some more of these carbohydrates mm-hmm. in. Do you enjoy you know almonds and avocados and or sour fattier cuts of meat? Yeah, sour cream and and fattier cuts of meat. Well, those are again f- a lot of calories from fat, so you're going to have to have lower carbohydrates, mm-hmm. right? Um, so again, neither is right or wrong for most people's goals. Really pick you want to lean towards the one that you enjoy the most so it's going to be most sustainable and again the other confusing part but in this both of those can work yeah. right and do work and will work um so it's like yeah it is confusing <laughs> it is confusing um n- now where it gets hard is because you have these people out here saying this is the only way yeah like um, oh like you shouldn't eat carbs ever mm-hmm. it's going to make you sick and that just muddies the water a lot and then vice versa for you know, eating higher fat, you know, it's going to give you a heart attack or something. So it's just, it's hard to know Yeah, what's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's very, yeah, it, because so many things work of like all these different methods, it confuses people. Mm-hmm. The reality is you want to ditch the methods as, as far as like where you're lo- kind of locking your attention into and understand the principles of weight loss, then then you understand that, hey, really you're just creating a method, finding a method that then works for you <coughs> layered on, on top of these principles, right? So the principles are uh, calorie deficit, right? And a lot of times people get so offended because they're like, I've been in a calorie deficit, but I didn't lose weight. Well, <coughs> maybe, maybe not. Ah. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, well, then you weren't in a calorie deficit, yeah. right? And now, um, again, you can get in that different ways, but that's what has to happen to move the needle to lose weight. Yeah. And then the other layer is uh, you want to make sure you have sufficient protein intake mm-hmm. because we don't want to. L- when we say weight loss, yeah, most of us are actually after fat loss, and we want and we don't want to lose muscle. Yeah. Like you want to ma- like maintain yeah. as much muscle as you can. Muscle and bone are important as we age and to function and, and to be strong and cap- physically capable. So we want to have, uh, you know, enough protein to prevent losing those things, right? Mm-hmm. So, and if you're active, it's even more important. So, um, you know, getting, like we said, normally we for most people, like 100 grams a day is a good goal. So if you're hitting your protein, hitting your calories, you'll lose weight, right? Um, now, there's tons of factors. There's some hormonal factors, environmental factors that can affect these things, right? Just because, uh, like she mentions in here, a thousand calories or two thousand calories, right? Well, it depends on the person, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, for one, yeah, most everyone's going to lose weight on a thousand calories, but that's part of the problem. Like you can say eat a thousand calories, someone loses weight and a lot up front, but it's so drastic. It's such a big calorie deficit that we end up having huge cravings and binging and it's unsustainable and then the pendulum swings back hard the other way so it's better to be in a slight calorie deficit we lose weight at a more slower sustainable rate and um, it's less stressful in the body more likely that we keep it off right so um, and I would imagine too a lot of her confusion with this a thousand calories or two thousand is now you see all these people too who like you need to reverse diet you need to eat more calories to boost your metabolism in this and that but it's so, uh, you know, 
detailed and nuanced that it's it's not that simple and yeah it's not a this is something everybody should do type topic and it's only really a thing to worry about if you've meticulously and accurately tracked everything yeah every day for months to really know because otherwise we're going off a feeling mm -hmm. someone could be because who doesn't want to eat more so when they hear the message like you need to eat more calories um We'd like to think that, we, yeah, we were under eating and stuff. But here, if we were under eating, we would have been losing weight, yeah. right? So, but again, if someone's also a bigger, larger person with a lot of muscle, say a six foot three guy who's, yeah, 300 pounds. And in general, most guys we work with that are like over like five, eight. Um, I feel attacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lose weight at 2,000 calories, right? Yeah. So well, there's just more muscle mass. There's more mass mm -hmm. in general. So you just have, like, it takes more food to sustain that. So even when you're in a deficit, the food's higher. Yeah. So, yeah, the amount of calories that we uh, lose. And they've done these, like, I forget the word for it, but it's, like, the highest uh, way of figuring out how much calories someone burns. It's like some liquid that we drink and mm -hmm. they're able to see the dye through our, you know, all, yeah, some fancy stuff. And, but yeah, they've done like these tests on like thousands of people. And yeah, to see how many calories people burn in a day, you know, so, and it varies, right? It's, gen there's like a, there is like a genetic variant, you know, off of like, and also obviously like your movement and your walking and your neat all, all matter. But yeah, you could have the same person, the same size. And s this one person happens to, burn 2300 calories a day and another one burns 1900 right so you can't get tied realize anytime you get a number this many calories or one of those calculators or formulas those are just starting points they, and they're just estimations they're you, not you, crazy accurate. yeah you don't want to get tied to them um you have to go off of then what hap is happening to you and you can't get tied emotionally attached to like these formulas and, and calculators you have to just take the data you get um, from doing things, mm -hmm. right? And that's what we're getting at is the problem is there's all these different things, all these different methods, and like this person even mentions, it's just all swirling around in my mind. Which means like they're most likely not executing at all. Yeah, we end up not doing anything because we get paralysis. So overwhelmed. Yeah, paralysis by analysis, and we just research and gather and don't start or really like dig in with stuff. Um, and yeah, the reality is for a lot of these things, it's like experiment. You know, mm -hmm. low, lower fat or higher fat. Hey, try. Try one and see. It. And take note of how it feels. Like, mm -hmm. don't get so, like, again, emotionally tied to it that you feel like this has to work. Yeah. Do it. Check in with how you feel. Just do the one thing. And you might find, hey, this isn't for me. And, you know, I talk to quite a few people that say, like, oh, I tried keto for, like, four months. And, mm -hmm. like, it worked, but I didn't feel like it was sustainable. So I you know, added carbs back in and I feel a lot better. Okay. Just yeah. an example, no knock on it, but that's a common one. And they gave it a fair shot. They took the data and they decided this isn't for me. Yeah. Now, if that same person had tried it for one week and then tried something else for a week or they fell off and stopped doing it, you're not going to have a clear picture of, is this even for me or not? Yeah. So I mean, you do have to give it a shot. Yeah. Another example is one that this person had in their comment was like fast or not right and that's a hot topic now too and we have and we've done episodes multiple on that. episodes again it depends yeah. some people does it help you get in a calorie deficit then it may be helpful some people it makes them end up binging and eating more mm -hmm. and they gain 30 pounds after trying to fast yeah the people that fit as much food into their window as possible it's not yeah. helpful or they restrict for so long or they wait till these times and they get a lot of like 
you know, food thoughts and cravings. Yeah, you, and, and then you have a weird relationship with food at that time, too. Yeah, but it's important to understand there's no magic to fasting. No. Other than it can help you eat less. That's right? it. And, and then when we say eat less, we, we eat mean less eat less calories to get in a calorie deficit. It, eating less does not have to mean eating less volume of food. Actually, you can eat more volume of food and eat consume less calories, mm-hmm. right? So, and again, just having to explain that, yeah, that's a perfect example of, yes, this stuff is very confusing and contradictory. And, you know, not every and, and like, just because two things are contradictory doesn't mean one has to be right and one has to be wrong. No. Yeah, and that principle, that princi- that's a principle right there. And that makes it hard, mm-hmm. you know? So, so, again, the solution is, like, Pick a trusted source. Pick something you think you would enjoy that seems the most appealing, and then do it. Stick with it, right? And then that's another challenge. You know, then life gets away, and it's hard to make these changes. And that's why we believe in and, you know, do coaching and have nutrition coaching because we've seen over the years it's not as simple as giving people a meal plan, giving people a calorie formula. Um, Most people know this information, can find this information, but they have trouble doing it. Yeah, the execution is usually where it – Mm-hmm. where it falls off so really in our whole, whole coaching process is like yeah help eliminate the noise give these people okay focus on these things and then do it let life happen let obstacles get in the way and then hey here's strategies to overcome it and lean into doing these things long enough to where things start to click you start to make progress you see what works for your lifestyle you see what doesn't um, and crafting your own method uh, so you could look at this and you could be like, yeah, you know, you could have, it's almost like choose your own adventure. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, so, you know, and for a lot of people, yeah, don't cut out carbs, right? Um, eat lower. So you're going to, ha- you're going to maybe prefer carbs. So yeah, eat lower fat. Um, hey, you're, you're a super stressed person. Probably don't fast, right? Mm-hmm. Have breakfast instead. That's going to help, help with managing your stress more. Um, uh, one one I'm, I skipped over. She said was eat clean only or not, right? Hey, you know we that we this whole another episode. That's a whole yeah, a lot clean, of nuance. Clean eating can mean different things, but in general, most people's like whole foods versus processed foods. Yeah. Hey, maybe some moderation there. Maybe eighty percent of the time we eat, you know, clean whole whole unprocessed foods, and we have some room for, for some snacking. <coughs> for some snacking, you know, and how she mentioned, hey, eat whatever you want, but only two bites. Um, hey, how about we? We only track our snacks or our fun foods so that we can portion them right. And yeah, we only get to have a couple bites, but we're satisfied with that, right? We get to have our lean proteins and fruits and veggies, and then we have a couple bites of chocolate at the end of the day, right? So it's finding that balance, um, you know, and yeah, that's what you have to do. And it's hard because it's, it's work, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, people kind of want to be told exactly what to do. And, and that, like, this is the <laughs> final answer, yeah, but like, the reality is that's not – how it works exactly because like say you're like gary tell me exactly what to eat okay i can but I, the fact that i now na- that i have to tell you exactly what to eat and there's a million different options means i may tell you what i like to eat and that will work and, and you might hate it and yeah it may not be for you right so that's why it's better i'd rather give people principles and framework and now hey we're gonna have, you're gonna have to do a little work to explore the things that you you prefer mm-hmm. right and um, i think part of that too is when it's hey tell me what to eat then it's almost like the 
the onus is on you as a coach, mm -hmm. and there's less responsibility on the person, yeah. right? Like, oh, you told me to eat the wrong thing. It, it just you if you want to change, like you have to be willing to do yeah. the work yeah. up front. Like you have mm -hmm. to do because the upfront work makes it way easier down yeah. the line. We know that. And I mean, I've had where people are like, yeah, what do you eat? I want to, and it's like, oh, I'll eat. Hey, I actually have a couple meals that are like ground beef and rice, right? Mm -hmm. And then they'll, and what well, I get ninety three seven ground beef, and then um, two months go by, and they're like, oh, I've been eating eighty twenty, you know? And it's like, hey, <laughs> you you see the difference, right? Like little nuances like that, and it's like they don't even care for that meal, right? Well, you didn't have to have it. You could have had. Something you know, else you something like. Something else. You could add, uh, you know, chicken and sweet potatoes or um, whatever. I mean, there's and, yeah, you know. endless possibilities. So, or yeah, you could be someone who's like, I'd rather just have uh, Chick Fil A every day. Cool, you can get a chicken sandwich, skip the fries, get, get a, a diet soda mm. and a fruit cup, and yeah, have a br the bread main Chick Fil A sandwich, and yeah, that will work just fine too, right? So, um, you know, because and then considering the rest of the day and how it, it lands with those key principles of protein and calories, right? Yeah, and that's why like having, you know, just being told what to do is not useful. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It, again, it's useful for like a month. Yeah. If you're, because yeah, I'm gonna buckle down and do this, and yeah, you, and you'll lose weight. Say you hit hit everything right in the portions that, you know, are assigned to you, and then it's like, but then where do you go from there? It's mm -hmm. not your lifestyle. What if? Yeah, you're out for lunch every day, and you can't make such and such meal. Like, well, you need to learn to figure out what you can get when you're out. And yeah, or if you travel for work, well, what do you do when you're not somewhere where yeah. you can cook? Yeah, you got to figure out how to plan for that. And me telling you exactly what to eat might not fly where they don't have that food. Yep. So that's another, you know, just another example of, you know, a situation where that won't work. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It is contradictory and confusing. Um, and again, the way out of that isn't to buckle down and double down on like, um, extreme approaches. It's to realize that you need to give yourself some grace and some time and be like, let me just take action and pivot as I learn mm -hmm. and just try one thing. That's yep. it. Like g get good at one thing, see how it feels. Um, and then go from there. Yeah. And then again, with all that said, you got to start somewhere, yes. you know, and yeah. So for us, w with people with general fitness that want to improve their health and lose weight, a good starting point for most people is kind of a com the moderate like approach to most of this stuff. And again, no one likes moderation, but so we start most people. It's like, hey, like start, you know, focus on having three whole food meals a day that are built around lean protein and veggies and fruit have a snack a day, but portion it and track that, you know, so you do get used to little tracking and typically those snack foods might be more processed, fun foods. So it helps us kind of learn portions. So, hey, you could have a 400 calorie allowance for whatever you want for your snack. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then, um, go from there, right? Mm -hmm. You may find, ah, oh, like actually I like eating more often, right? So, okay. Make your meals smaller and have four meals Spread instead of three meals, right? You may find um, that you don't have time to prepare all those meals, and you have to come up with three go-to meals out to eat to you know to plug in for your lunch, right? Um, so, but yeah, you, if you know you want to start somewhere, most people are going to do better eating majority whole foods, 
being mindful and accountable to snacks and processed food to the portions and amounts and um, having an even planned meal timing, right? Not necessarily extreme fasting, you know, like kind of having a breakfast, lunch, dinner that works for social societal reasons. It's like a n most people get lunch breaks, right? Most mm -hmm. people are at home in the morning. Most people get home in the evening. So you can make breakfast, you can make dinner, you can take lunch, right? Um, so yeah, we, we've landed on like kind of the, the starting point at being that for the bell curve of most people yeah. because it matches. Like 80% of people are going to fit yeah. into that. But then from there, you figure out what works best so for say, you. So yeah, you try that and you realize well, e either, hey, this works great and I'm going to stick with this. Or you find, hey, I, you know, don't have time to eat breakfast or whatever it may mm -hmm. be. And then, hey, make a change. Yeah. Make a change based on your experience for, let's say, a month of trying that. And or, yeah, you find out, well, because of my work, like we do a lot of meetings and we end up having lunch out all the time. Then, you know. All right, well, what I'm going to work on is finding good places to eat or good options yeah. at these places we normally go, and that's what you work on. Yeah. So just you know, being able to just step one at a time on these things is, yeah. is the important thing. And again, for most people, the extreme ends of things aren't ideal for most people. No. So like cutting out carbs, low fat, high fat. Here's the thing. Most people do better with moderate yeah, long periods of fasting. Like, those things just generally yeah. aren't going to be that beneficial yeah. for a lot of people. Most people do better with not those extreme things and, and, and moderate fats, moderate carbs. Um, you know, so, so you're not eliminating things. That, you know, when we eliminate entire food groups and stuff, it, we're more likely to have stronger cravings because we eliminate certain nutrients. And that your brain and body want. Yeah, that are harder, that may be easy to get from some food groups and harder from the others. So then when we're not getting them, we develop these cravings and we end up binging on the convenient stuff, which yeah. ends up being typically highly caloric, easy to overeat. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, hopefully we didn't make you more confused. Yeah. I would say a good takeaway is just pick some, pick one thing and try it. Yeah. That's it. That That is your... Your assignment yeah. is to try to do one thing. Yeah. And, and ultimately, too, on top of that, when you're gathering information in, you know, narrow, narrow down your sources. You know, not saying like oh, you only have to listen to us, like find some, something, someone that resonates and eliminate the noise. And because, mo again, most things can work. Um, but if you kind of like listen to too many voices, you're going to end up doing nothing. Yeah. Like you might listen to somebody that says on one end that carnivore is the only way and all you can do is eat animal products and then somebody else who says that they're vegan they're yeah. vegan and that's the only way to be healthy and <laughs> lose weight and then you're like well what like yeah. what am i even supposed to do yeah so generally you know going away from the extremes and just finding somebody that's you know a little more in the middle and just sounds a little more reasonable i think would be a good a good way to to frame it yep so there we go hopefully that helps hopefully it also you know you feel not not alone yeah you, i know a lot of people feel that exact same way as that person who yeah like oh something's wrong with me why do i feel yeah. this way i'm not yeah like you're you're not uh like you're alone in that this is confusing and yeah. difficult and contradictory and you're not right most people have that struggle that's a common struggle and obstacle so yeah just do something that's it do it and frame it this way like if you're trying to get good at a skill like say you're trying to ride a bike are you going to ride it once and then be like that ain't for me or are you just going to think of all the things that you could be doing like, oh, I want to ride a bike and I want to try archery and I want to rock climb. 
you're not going to get good at any of them until you actually give them a fair shot. So yeah. same thing flies with, with your nutrition and weight loss. Like you have to really give it a fair chance to see if this is for me. And if it's not, move on, try something else. That's fine. We've both tried plenty of things that realized, you know, they're not really for us. Intermittent fasting being one of them. That's just, you know, I like to eat in the morning and I feel better eating in the morning. So I'm not going to do intermittent fasting. And I maintain the body composition that I want by doing that. So. All right. Well, we appreciate you for listening. Yeah. Catch you next time. See ya. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.